0: Mr. Darcy. What are we to make of Mr. Darcy? The narrator informs us of how Mr. Darcy captures the admiration of the crowd by his fine, tall person, handsome features, noble mien, and the report which was in general circulation within five minutes after his entrance of his having 10,000 a year, and thus alerts us with her sarcasm of the superficial standards by which their good opinion is formed. And then, she tells us, when he dances and speaks only with the women of his own party, and declines to be introduced to anyone else in the room, the tide turns, and they decide him to be the proudest, most disagreeable man in the world, and we are thus shown how fickle their good opinion can be when their feelings are hurt. The narrator's sardonic tone tells us not to place our trust in the judgment of the party-goers, particularly when the loudest and most violent among them is Mrs. Bennet, who, self-absorbed as she is, considers a slight against one of her daughters the most cosmic of injustices. But we do like Lizzie, and we feel the slight on her behalf, especially in light of the painful particulars. Darcy is scornful and haughty in his expression. Quote, She is tolerable, but not handsome enough to tempt me. I am in no humor at present to give consequence to young ladies who are slighted by other men. You'd better return to your partner and enjoy her smiles, for you are wasting your time with me. And the fact that he says it with an earshot of Lizzie, and after catching her eye, makes it feel pretty unforgivable. So, is Darcy intolerably proud? Can anything be said in his defense? Jane will always find one, and she protests that he did speak to someone at the party, though Mrs. Bennet argues it was only after he was spoken to, And reports that Miss Bingley told her he only really talks to his most intimate acquaintances, with whom he is said to be remarkably agreeable. Charlotte Lucas feels sorry for her friend Lizzie, but she forgives Darcy's pride because, she says, he has an excuse for it. In her view, a man with family, fortune, and everything in his favor has a right to be proud. Despite the awkward and pedantic form of her expression, Mary raises the interesting point that pride and vanity are two different failings, the former having to do with our opinion of ourselves, and the latter having to do with others' opinions of us. But perhaps the most important reaction to Darcy's affront is Lizzie's. She certainly takes offense, she has no cordial feelings for her critic, and she feels safe in assuring her mother that she will never dance with Darcy but she is light-hearted in her rendition of the story, and she is comfortable confessing that she might have been better able to forgive his pride if he had not wounded hers. So, what are we to make of Darcy? It's hard to say, but my attention, too, is captured.